Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, welcome to this Cricket Badger India vs. England daily podcast by the fans for the fans. Virat Kohli's India, with Rohit Sharma, Jaspreet Bumrah and Ravi Ashwan, and young starlets like Rishabh Pant and Shubman Gill. They play host to Joe Root's England, with Jimmy Anderson, Ben Stokes, Stuart Broad and young talents like Ollie Pope and Zach Crawley. It's always England's toughest tour, good luck to both sides, may the best team win. Hello everybody, welcome along. It's another edition of the India Against England Daily Podcast. I am James Butler, the Cricket Badger. It's a podcast with a slight difference today to a piece in the T20 International Series, but we've been speaking about that so much. I thought we'd go down a slightly different route with Sam and Naman today. And it sparked a little bit from me seeing my old mate Santanu, my school friend Santanu. His birthday was yesterday, so I'm a bad badger because I missed it yesterday, but I've sent him congratulations today. And Santanu, born in England, but from Indian heritage, and I can remember him turning up in my schoolyard aged nine or ten I think it was and he was wearing about three jumpers it was a summer's day from memory and this is a long time ago so this may have changed in my head but my first reaction was because it was in Lincolnshire this I grew up in Lincolnshire and I grew up in a town where there weren't many brown or black faces and Santanu appeared in my playground as an Indian and I'd only see them on the TV <laughs> and my first question to Santanu was do you like cricket he said yes we started talking and we're still friends now and just got me thinking about that memory and about how the world has changed really since then a long time ago that was far more years than me and Santa would care to mention but it's got so much smaller social media Twitter I've got so many Indian followers now who I really appreciate I don't always agree with them as Naman knows but I just love the way the world has got smaller social media's got its bad side obviously but the way it's kind of brought cricket fans together where you can talk and debate and discuss stuff 
on social media, I think is fantastic. And cricket was like a constant in mine and Santanu's relationship as we've kind of grown up. And he lives down in London. I live up in Yorkshire. We don't see each other very often. In fact, our last meeting, I went down to London for something else and I stayed over at Santanu's place and we went out and had more to drink than we should have done. Talked about cricket and talked about the old times and everything. And we made a, a pact or a, a promise to each other that we'd see each other more regularly. And the next time we'd meet, um, he'd come up to Yorkshire to see me. And then I was going to come down this last summer to go to the Oval with him for a cricket day because I've been to every single ground, I think, in, in England, certainly the first class grounds. But I've never been to the Oval, which is which is bonkers. I was going to go and have a few beers with Santanu at the Oval. So one of the many things on my bucket list, my revised bucket list over the uh, lockdown period has been to make sure that happens, to go down, have a few beers with Santanu and go to the Oval, which is a ground I've never been to. But Sam, it's kind of a whole bit of a melting pot there, but like making friends in cricket, Twitter making the world smaller and how cricket can be a constant thread in friendships. You can meet people that you might not have too much other stuff in common with, but cricket can be a constant in your life and either playing for a team, working with people or just meeting people at grounds that, like I say, you'd probably never meet any other place, but because cricket is there for you, you have that common ground. Yeah, absolutely. That resonates with me well, extremely strongly. I, when I grew up in Somerset, I played over my club cricket over the road at Taunton. And, you know, I was there from, I think I first went over when I was about age 10. And some of my oldest and most long standing friends still come from those relationships. But playing cricket, playing club cricket on a Saturday, you go in. I started playing men's cricket when I was kind of 12 or 13 with the other, a few other lads my age. And, you know, you, you spend, we, and we were playing West of England Premier. Premier League second 11 stuff so we were going to places like Cheltenham and regularly up to Bristol so they were long days you were with guys for the the full day so there was the whole kind of trip out the car journey up we used to play a game called endurance in the car which was uh, on the hottest days it was kind of in the windows would go up the aircon would get turned off and it was who would buckle first under the heat and it's quite <laughs> stupid and quite dangerous but um i don't know an element of kind of initiating the youngsters in uncle manners's car if no one buckled he would then light up a cigarette so just push someone over the edge. Um, but it was the whole day out. They are some of my closest friends. And even a few of us were chatting the other night. We keep saying, oh, we'll start the Somerset podcast. And we keep kind of recording these episodes, but never putting them out. It's basically just an excuse for us to chat and catch up. With, we can be on it for two or three hours, which, and then none of us have the, the editing skills to sort it. But, but yeah, there's just so much common ground. We just chat through cricket. We sometimes meet up. You know, when we go with Essex a few years ago, we go out for, for a day there or a day at Lords watching championship cricket so yeah it's just brilliant brings us together. I've got very much the same kind of path into cricket. I played uh, men's cricket from a fairly early age as well and my first drinks came with cricket attached because the men would go to the pub afterwards and you'd go with them. You'd be bought a pint and then you'd be bought another pint and I can remember being very, very sick one day in the back of somebody's new Jaguar. Um, he never spoke to me again, strangely enough, because I think the valeting bill quite expensive and I was too young to pay it. All, all kinds of memories come flooding back from those days of first kind of embarking on men's cricket, don't they? Yeah, I have a very similar story of, of being sick on a what I hadn't I had no idea actually it happened so I blame my parents for not telling me but on a brand new bathroom carpet that had been installed fitted that day 
um, and I made a mess of it, which I hadn't realised yet. And I could always get in from age, I'm quite tall, from age 14, 15, I could get into places with my adult cricket friends that maybe if I was going out with my school friends, we'd, we'd get ID'd and never get in. So yes, it was all part of that. We used to bank holiday weekends, we'd spend the whole, weirdly, we got into a stage when I was about 15 or 16 of, of playing Monopoly all the time. So we would, we would drink a lot and put, spend the whole weekends playing Monopoly or playing FIFA. And I ended up, one of my friends was, he's actually Brian Rose, his son who's now president at Somerset who used to play for Somerset and was director of cricket so ended up working for his landscape and gardening company in the summers so yeah some wonderful memories both for actually playing cricket and off the pitch and you know we get you get pros that come over would come over and you'd end up playing with these guys or training with people like like Marcus Harris came over and Josh Felipe and like that so wonderful memories and I sent the Badger a message and now I'm on the podcast with this jingle. If you would like to get in touch with the Cricket Badger podcast then tweet at cricket underscore badger. Thank you very much indeed to Black Rat Cricket for their support of these podcasts and they've joined forces with the Badger. It's the Rat and the Badger giving you a fantastic opportunity to win a classic bat. That bat could be yours. It's between 2.09 to 2.11 pounds. Butterfly, willow, handmade, UK made, and it'll come to your door, knocked in and ready to go for the season ahead. If you want to win that cricket bat and score some runs with Black Rack Cricket this summer, we need you to do three things. You need to be following the at cricket underscore badger Twitter feed. You need to be following at Black Rat Cricket on Twitter too. And then you need to email the answer of this question to james at cricketbadgerpod.com. Which player scored a double century in the first test match of the current India versus England series? Which player scored a double century for England in the current India versus England test match series? Send that answer and your name and address to james at cricketbadgerpod.com. Don't forget, you need to be following at cricket underscore badger and at black rat cricket on Twitter. Good luck, everybody. That bat could be yours. The draw will be made after the final one day game in this current India versus England series. It's that badger style. Talking about social media, I mean, the, the fact that we're talking today is because of Twitter, because Naman, I put out a message um, before the IPL last year. Anybody who's a fan of the IPL, do you want to come on and talk cricket on the podcast? And Naman was one of the people that did exactly that. He's been with me throughout on these uh, fan badger podcasts. He was with me on the Big Bash as well. He's on these India against England ones, and I'm hopeful that he'll be on the IPL ones that follow. And Naman, it's a, it's a small world these days, isn't it? We're able to create these kind of friendships and these um, little kind of cricket lovings because of social media and the world's got a lot smaller. Yes, very much. And uh, this is one of the sport, you know, not only from the men's point of view, I have made friends uh, from women's point of view. I'm seeing it. They put a post uh, related to every match on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere. So this is something which uh, pulls everyone together. Yes, it happens in football as well. But even in my personal life, I see I have made different friends only through through cricket, uh, like friends of friends, and now we talk continuously. And just like Sachin Tendulkar used to mention that every match he discusses how his dismissal went uh, with his elder brother. So over here also it happens that a group of uh, people, knowing or not knowing, we discuss every match. And 
then we tend to discuss every player his dismissal and of the umpiring and everywhere so it's like not only social media even like in every corporates organizations like this is the sport which is discussed in and out among everyone so it brings us together and also due to social media it's given everyone a platform to come out with their own opinions and tend to yes we have not met personally but we tend to discuss and bring in emotions together whether it is about india or england or any other country but it is what cricket is what joining us together we will meet at some stage in the future i am sure For but sure. i i get the um i get the feeling with india i've never been to india and that's one of my things you know as i say in lockdown kind of my world's priorities have changed a little bit and there's certain things i want to do when everything gets back to normal going out and covering the ipl at some stage in the future is one of those things on the bucket list which i'm going to take off at some stage and i will meet you when i come across to india to do that i get the feeling with indian people that if you don't like cricket you're probably out of the conversation aren't you if you, you've got to like cricket to be part of that pretty much as it is said that it is a religion in india and like morning once we get up the first access in our mobile phone is a crick buzz or crick info all the cricketing websites and applications or and the it's cricket like, badger podcast yes uh cricket badger <laughs> your podcast <laughs> absolutely bang on there and uh, it's like eat uh, sleep eat drink sleep uh, cricket and just keep it repeating and more even uh, during weekend so it's like common between our friends also like it's today it's friday so we'll be playing uh, after our office hours at night and uh, we'll dis- we'll be discussing about the t20s and everything so this is what uh, cricket does it, uh, in india yes football is growing and also other sport as well like kabaddi and everything but this kabaddi oh, we used to watch kabaddi on channel 4 and they, it's when you have to hold your breath and go kabaddi 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 as you run down the, down the other end of the yes. court isn't it it's fantastic yes so this is when uh, as I as always mentioned in your podcast as well Sachin Tendulkar has a huge role to play over here because uh, people always keep comparing to Kohli and Sachin Tendulkar but only one difference which is the major difference I've always felt is cricket is famous because of Sachin Tendulkar and Kohli is famous because of cricket so I always feel this is the difference which people don't understand and uh, he has a major part played in this sport and yes from doors to doors you will be seeing the love of cricket everywhere no matter which part of uh, India you will visit and Sam I mean it's sport in general really but obviously cricket is our first love on the podcast today it's one of those things isn't it down the pub going outside and kind of meeting new people you ask people who they support what are you doing this weekend oh I'm off to a cricket match whatever and it starts the conversation It's it makes um, makes things a lot easier doesn't it on a social basis oh, it really does it's a, a brilliant opener even at work if I'm meeting clients if you're able to break down the kind of formal barriers by using sport it's a wonderful way in to chat to people and you know this last year when we've all not been able to get out I hadn't really thought about it you know the, we chat on the pod we, we come onto these podcasts and we have our whatsapp group and actually it's been a real life like certainly for me who is someone who uh, you know for everyone's world's got flipped upside down 12 months or so ago and yeah i've had struggles with kind of mental health in the past and i found it really difficult so not being able to physically see people but actually by being able to chat to people and have this without you know 10 years ago this might not have been possible the way we've all all chatted so actually as as a networking a way of networking and, and almost forming friendships like you say none of us have ever met well I don't, I don't know I haven't met anyone else on on the group but would have no hesitation in meeting people when would assume that it would just 
conversation would just flow because of the cricket. So it's been a wonderful, like a real kind of lifeline in the last year or so to have it. But there'd need to be a few flights bought, wouldn't there? But we'd, we'd have to have some kind of cricket badger, fan badger party at some stage, I think, once all this is done. And fly Naman and Rito, et cetera, into the, uh, into the country. You buy the we tickets, go, I'll, book, I'll book the venue. We need to go out there, I think. It's the other way around, not flying. They can come to us second time, but I would love to go to India too and experience the IPL and the love for, for cricket out there. We need to do something along those lines, don't we? Anybody out there wants to sponsor the cricket badges going out to India, um, you're more than welcome. It would be lovely to go out there and uh, and spend some time watching cricket and chatting to Rito and Naman and to, to Deeps and everybody else that's been involved in the podcast during lockdown. You are listening to the Cricket Badger Podcast. There's a rat in the kitchen, what am I gonna do? There's a rat in the kitchen, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna get a black rat, cricket bat... The best kit available to maximise those scoring opportunities from blackratcricket.com Bats made by cricketers for cricketers. Make 2021 count with Black Rat Cricket. This podcast has actually got me through this last 12 months because if I wasn't doing this, I would be just sat watching television and rotting. And it's given me a bit of a purpose doing the Cricket Badger podcast every day. The reason I'm doing the daily ones is to give my day some kind of structure and it has helped massively. And talking mm. to you guys has helped to help no end. But equally, it's given me a, long, a lot of time to think about life and to reflect on kind of where I've been going wrong and where what I've been doing right and what I want to do in the future and kind of reevaluate that bucket list and the plans that I want to make. How about you, Sam? Is that is it been the same for you that it's maybe given you a little bit of time to reflect and to think about what you'd like to do cricket-wise in the future? Yeah, well, I mean, definitely. So I, without going too far into history, I, I did a bit of um, cricket writing as a as a student. You know, I did uh, an occasional bits of blogging and, and I went away and have a career elsewhere, which I do love and really enjoy. But I, until July last year, or well, no, probably June last year, I've not really published anything or had anything published apart from the student stuff 10 years ago but I'd always promised myself I would come back to it and it's where my real passion lies and I didn't think I would ever the time to come back to writing about cricket or to start writing about cricket would be the time that when there was no cricket at all to speak of but actually suddenly everyone was in the same situation of being at home and with with time on their hands so people were actually quite I think quite glad of the company to chat and you know through those roots of, of cricket friendships born years ago you know the county professionals often all played club cricket and came up through the ranks so you, you use who you know and so actually the only reason I'm writing about cricket is because of the lockdown so as shit as it's been actually there's been some wonderful things that have come out of it partly it's been I've been very lucky to have the chance to do some writing about cricket and the other one is to talk about cricket and make new friends on here so definitely it's something that I without the pandemic I probably would never have had the time to do and now I'm very lucky to be able to do a little bit of it and I hope to do a little bit more of it in the future I can definitely relate to that I mean you go back to uh, last March April, May, June, July Yeah, anybody that's new to the Cricket Badger podcast because of the, the Fan Badger daily editions there are loads of interviews going back to last summer where I was able to get people on and because people had nothing else to do, I think. 
to a large degree. They were more than happy to chat for an hour about their life and times in cricket and got some really good interviews over the last year on the Cricket Budget Podcast. So scroll back through the back catalogue. There's plenty there and many of them are timeless, so they're worth listening to again. And then, what about you in terms of, I mean, you got married, haven't you, during this this period as well, which has changed your life no end. But have you had time to think about cricket and maybe sort of future plans? And has it changed your bucket list of what you want to try and get out of life? Well, I am always already feeling so lucky to be on your podcast, which I've never dreamt about. And being on social media, I got this opportunity. So it's already upgraded where from where I was. But uh, to be honest, being a child, I always wanted to be connected to cricket or maybe build a career out of that. But uh, I ended up being an IT engineer. But somehow I always want to stay connected to the sport or maybe uh, join some coaching and uh, work with the young talents or the kids. And uh, somehow I tried blogging and all, but uh, I did not enjoy writing uh, that much. But I love speaking on that, discussions on that. Uh, and also somehow, uh, maybe God forbid, I get a chance. I will... For the lifetime, I always want to stay connected to this lovely sport. And how is your lovely wife? How, how is married life going? Yes, she is uh, sitting next to me and it's going great. And uh, like all, already again, the cases are rising. So we are just sitting at home and uh, chilling as of now. But uh, maybe from next uh, in few months, uh, we'll travel somewhere, which we still have not. But uh, going good so far, uh, good moments of life changing and uh, for good. Well, well, your lovely wife's invited to our get together as well. Whenever the badge get together your wife can come as well because she's been part of it because your marriage was part of one of our, our podcasts wasn't it you you had to disappear for a, a few days to get married <laughs> sam I, I mentioned the other day on the podcast when naman missed a word how um it didn't matter and how kind of i was a bit in awe of naman really and and rito and, and the rest of the guys over there because they come on this english speaking podcast and speak so well and so passionately and so fluently about the sport we all love i would struggle to speak any other language for more than one sentence and that's only french really from school if i went across to india and they asked me to go into a, a sort of hindi speaking podcast or a different language podcast i would have no chance it's incredible what the guys over there have done isn't it really Oh, absolutely. It's always the correct word, James. I have I have cousins who, for some reason, ended up... I have a Geordie uncle and an Austrian auntie, and they ended up living in Stockholm. So I have cousins who I used to see every summer for these wonderful holidays in rainy Scotland. And from the age of about four, they were trilingual, and I was just always so jealous of it. I mean, like you, I, I can order a croissant in French and say hello and uh, order a beer in German, and that's about it. So to be able to dip between two languages and speak as eloquently as the guys do is just wonderful. Merci beaucoup for your answer, Sam. I uh, That's about as far as I go, to be honest. <laughs> and there's not a lot of call for a Cricket Badger podcast in France, I don't think. I, we do get, listen, get listens in France, actually. And that's, that's the, other, the, the other thing. I mean, one of the things I think has been really good about these um, Fan Badger podcasts that we've do, been doing, and I'm talking about them as if they're going to end because they're not going to end. It's going to carry them going on into the future. I think, actually, a lot of people that listen from either side of whatever fence we're kind of talking about, whether it's the IPL and we get all of the different eight teams covered whether it's this India against England series where we've got Indian listeners and English listeners they quite like to hear the other side of the arguments because so often in social media everything's so binary and I think these these uh, fan badger podcasts uh, have been a success because you get Naman talking about his passion for Indian cricket followed by Sam talking about his passion for English cricket you, you get the debates flowing between two separate kind of entities really that are sit- sitting thousands of miles apart I think that, that's um, I think that's why a lot of people have warmed to them exactly having balance you know as we all love podcasts I, I listen to my my football team podcast and I uh, I love hearing that 
partisan view, but also it's brilliant to get a balance. And so the way we have fans of and how you've ensured that there are fans of both sides for these series and the IPL ones, you have a fan badge for each club or franchise as you do for the Big Bash. It's yeah, I think that people after a while, if something is so biased and partisan as much as people can love that, they start to switch off and not maybe take it as seriously. It kind of becomes funny because people are so obviously wearing spectacles that are coloured of whichever team they're supporting. But actually to get that real balance, and we disagree with each other as well sometimes. So that is important as well. It's not all, oh, yeah, yeah, we all are on the on the same wavelength. People are, are, are not afraid of saying, no, actually, I disagree with that. That's I take your point. I'm listening, I hear you, but I think differently. And I think that's a great way to be. You're notoriously wrong, Sam, aren't you? So, uh, well, <laughs> um, I, I was going to say, I just I put myself off there with that little snide comment. <laughs> oh, I know. It's like, you know. We've had a lovely podcast where we've all talked about how much we love each other. I suppose, but then you've demonstrated my, you know, there's love and there's disagreement as well. So you're a little dig at me. I make a point on on the Twitter feed, the Accurate underscore Badger Twitter feed, not to ever block anybody. And I, I make a rule of that in life, really, that I think so many people these days, they block anybody that doesn't agree with their opinion and they only listen to those that echo what they what they think. And I don't think that's very healthy at times. I, I quite like the fact that you get an Indian fan talking about how their team's done and maybe saying that decision was wrong and then the English fan comes in and, and basically puts their sides. And both sides are passionate, so you get the partisanship, but you get both sides of the fence. And I, I think we, we need that more in life sometimes because if you only surround yourself with people that are yes people, you lead a very sort of insular existence to a degree. That's there, James, but sometimes the topic and the discussion on Twitter also gets uh, out of the context uh, to be honest like yes if it stays uh, even if it is a heated argument it stays to cricket it's fine but sometimes people tend to get too personal or uh, maybe use foul language so blocking those people I feel should be the right thing and not just for the sake of a discussion it should go on because uh, it uh, somewhere social media is good also but sometimes it gets uh, out of uh, its way and uh, people uh, tend to not understand the limits uh, they are having because uh, yes everyone not only it's about India or maybe Pakistan or every other country fans are there and they are very passionate about the sport but there has to be a limit and uh, argument should be there but uh, the use of language and everything uh, I guess uh, there should be a standard and not just uh, you are free to talk what you want to so you can use anything over there so uh, it's good that you have not blocked and you have still uh, entertained them with all the arguments and you have taken it uh, to your chin but uh, I feel a boundary should be set up there uh, if the discussion is not about cricket the only time I block people Naman is when it is on racism and the people have come on and said something that is completely out of order I'm not having that I don't want to see that to be honest because that's just uh, that's bang out of order and it kind of goes back to the playground Santanu seeing uh, Santanu appear in my my playgrounds and one of the best blokes you'll ever meet Santanu he's a cracking bloke and I just can't understand if you actually have friends like that how anybody can be racist and that's one of the things about cricket Sam as well isn't it it's played by so many different cultures around the world and that's to be embraced isn't it that's to be really valued you know when you get your overseas professional coming over to play for your county or whatever whatever colour they are people that love cricket how can you be against them? It's just, it makes no sense to me at all. I mean, this is a huge topic, but... Yeah, I, bring, uh, yeah, bring, bring it in at the end, James, so that we've only got about five minutes to talk about it, but there you go. <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly. And I, I suppose I've always thought that I, I consider myself very lucky in my upbringing in that my parents 
have always taught me and not through actions and through just through everything that in this world there are people who are nice and there are people who are not nice and nice people sometimes do bad things but actually fundamentally regardless of people's gender age religion ethnicity that it just comes down to some people are not nice people and you get on with them and other people are not so nice and and stay steer clear of them so yes i just can't understand yeah this kind of whole yeah i can't I, i feel lucky that i can't get into the mindset of someone who thinks like that but i just can't i don't understand it i just yes it's awful and yeah, I have little more to say on it, really. Yeah, it just, you've it, run out of words there, haven't you? It was like your batteries were running out. <laughs> I, it, I just cannot relate to it. It makes me angry and emotional to the extent that perhaps words are running out because words are fail me. I just it's flabbergasting. Yeah, I think I, I mean what you just said there. It, it basically comes down to people should be judged by what they do, not who they are, really, isn't it? And or, or what they look like, and just makes no sense to me. But I've been lucky enough in, in my cricket travels to have gone to South Africa and I was I'm quite a political kind of person really and I was very interested in the kind of race relations stuff there even to this day um obviously after the apartheid regime and stuff went out to Nelson Mandela's cell on Robin Island and went on the tour of Cape Town to look at where black people had basically been shoved effectively and they, they covered, there was an, a, a, there was one massive field where the artists and the writers and stuff which had been illegal for black people to do that kind of stuff they kind of had these kind of meetings there where they still try to write poetry and, and stuff like that and keep things going and uh, yeah it's just beyond me it, like you it's just absolutely beyond me how you can look at somebody and judge them instantly because of the colour of their skin you judge them on how, how they are as a person and how they how they relate to you but this wasn't supposed to be a podcast about race at all but so we'll, we'll kind of park that there but I think you know it, both me and Sam got very strong opinions on that Cricket's a game played with balls. You've got to look after them in the field. Badges are furry creatures. My friends at manscaped.com help you make sure it's neat and tidy down there. Oh, get rid of all that excess fur. Make sure that you're neat and tidy. Make sure everything's in the right order. Oh, feeling all good now down in this set. Oh, manscaped.com. Maximum skin-safe performance, compact design, advanced engineering, ceramic blade, waterproof. And it doesn't end there. Show you care by caring for your pair. Cleansers, revivers, preservers. Simply go to manscaped.com, quote the discount code BADGER. You get 20% off, you get free shipping, and you get some seriously quality equipment. Manscaped.com, get on there now. Now, man, I mean, getting back to the kind of the bucket list thing and about what you'd want to do with cricket, maybe which ground in the world would you want to go to? If you could travel somewhere and watch cricket, where would it be? What would be number one on your bucket list now after lockdown? And has, has it changed because of lockdown? Has you, have your kind of um, wishes in the world um, taken on a slightly different emphasis because of what we've been through as a, as a world, really, over the last 12 months? Yes, a lot. And it's just the four walls of the home. And yes, it has uh, given a chance to stay closer to your family, but uh, not going out and nothing uh, besides your uh, television and 
and uh, we, I'm so grateful for this uh, sports personalities, especially cricket. It's uh, going on and we have something to do out of it. But uh, overall, uh, yes, uh, the what you can say, the dreams and everything, the travel and everything has, uh, post, has been postponed. But uh, also to the question of the ground, uh, any day uh, I have, I want to visit Lords and uh, want to watch Ashes uh, any day. Uh, this is my dream and I am a huge fan of uh, red ball cricket more than uh, white ball any day I can watch uh, without switching uh, the channels and uh, all five days I can watch the test match I have seen it India England before in Bankade also so my ne- dream is to watch Ashes uh, all the test match if given a chance especially there's, at Lords some, there's something special about Lords I know we've um, ranted on about the price of tickets there for the test matches this year but there is something special about Lords I, I went down there as quite a young kid and you could almost feel the history coming out of the bricks as you walk around the, the back of the pavilion and same with Wimbledon when I've been down there for the tennis it's just something kind of special because you know so much has happened at those places so recommend Lords now man get yourself across and uh, we'll have a we'll have a beer when you come over um, Sam what about you if you could uh, do anything in cricket if you could travel anywhere to go to any ground and see anything what would uh, what's number one on your bucket list these days oh well I've, I've watched no cricket outside of this country so there's a, such a long list Lords I've had I love Lords I had a terrible experience there in 2002 when Somerset lost the CNG trophy final and Michael Vaughan stuck a hand out at short extra cover I think it was to stop Triscoffic in his tracks when he was on about 20 odd I was devastated this, this has come one... up on the podcast before this is a, this is something you need therapy for isn't it yeah. I need to speak to Michael Warren about this and just let him know. Uh, <laughs> on the other end, I had oh, I saw Bangladesh versus Pakistan there in the World Cup, which was just a wonderful, wonderful day out. Uh, but out of this country, oh, I'd love to, I'd love to go to India. I, I'm a Test match fan, Red Bull fan, so I'd love to go and watch Test cricket there. I'd love to go to the Ashes, some of the beautiful grounds in New Zealand. Oddly, I've got a weird thing. I, I don't know much about it, but I was quite. I was hoping to go to that Euro Grand Slam fight thing they had. In oh Amsterdam. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That looked really interesting. I mean, Amsterdam's a great city. So I would love to go and watch a bit of associates cricket and how it's coming up, particularly in Europe. I, I said I've got cousins in Sweden, so I'm hoping at some point I'll go to Stockholm and maybe try and get hold of John T. Rhodes and see how he's getting on out there. So it'd be, it'd be interesting to go and watch some cricket in, in weird and wonderful places. In, well, not weird, not, one, not weird, but in Italy and in Sweden and places in Europe, you wouldn't necessarily expect to see cricket. I think there's some probably some great stories out there to be looked at. You're on the same wavelength as me because I, I would love the ICC to give me a job because I can I can film, I can edit film, I can record and edit audio, I can take photographs, I'm good, I'm good. I'd love them to give me a job of basically going around the world and doing features on cricket in strange places that you wouldn't necessarily imagine cricket to be. I've seen on Twitter, again, I've talked to guys on the on the Russian cricket Twitter feed. I, I had um, Roberta on from Brazil to talk about the growth of cricket in Brazil, which we have obviously from England and see is very much a football nation but cricket is thriving over there thanks to the efforts of her and uh, her compatriots over there in the Brazil cricket uh, world and you know plenty of instances in in different countries yeah we had the Iceland was it Iceland team came across to England on tour a couple of years ago and the Twitter feed was quite funny but you would never think of um, cricket in Iceland either there's cricket all over the world and it's a, a wonderful thing isn't it that you got uh, all of these people playing cricket it's often expats that play it and uh, and encourage it but uh, it starts to grow, starts to take hold, doesn't it? And that's uh, it's, a, it's a terrific thing. I'd love the ICC, Sam, to give me a job where they gave me a budget for a year. I, got, I took my camera, took my video, took my recorder and just basically went and did features on different countries. Uh, wouldn't it be brilliant? Can I come with you and do the writing element of it? 
Is that you all can, right? You can. You can. Nice. Yeah. We'd make a wonderful couple traveling the world together. <laughs> I think we would. Germany as well. I think Germany are pushing cricket quite hard. I yeah, 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 yeah. Italy. Italy. And played, yeah, Gareth Berg's one to coach Italy, hasn't he? And I think Craig Mester was playing for Germany out there. And I, was, I spoke to him and he said they built this new net facility. And some of the talent they've got out there is unreal. So as you said, a lot of it is expat community. But still, I, I just think it would be wonderful to explore that and tell some of the stories. And yeah, traveling down through Italy, watching cricket. I mean, they're probably tougher lives to have you had than that, James. Sounds horrible, doesn't it? They'd have to pay us a lot of money, Sam. They'd have to pay us a lot of money to get to get over those horrible things. And um, I, I think when when the Cricket Badger was a, a website before it was a, a podcast, I did a feature on Sweden as well. They Paul Hutchinson, the former Yorkshire Middlesex fast bowler, had gone out there to be a coach, and obviously now Jonty's um, Rose is out there, isn't he, in, in Sweden? So they're they're definitely pushing cricket. So there's plenty of countries out there are trying to kind of get themselves up the pecking order, and we've seen what happened to Africa. Afghanistan and how quickly they came through the ranks. You know, if you can get the right people in the right places and the right enthusiasm, places like Brazil and stuff, you know, we could be seeing them having plenty of success in the future. So fingers crossed. And I guess the kind of the, the message from this podcast, it's been a little bit fragmented and we've kind of gone from one bit to another, but it's just a, a terrific world cricket, isn't it? If you can get yourself into a sport like cricket and you can love it and you can really embrace it and meet people and enjoy it. Now, man, it's a, it's a terrific sport to follow, isn't it? Yes, uh, obviously. And uh, Absolutely, because uh, uh, it's so good to hear. And uh, this is the statement I uh, remember what Virat Kohli mentioned that day uh, when India toured uh, New Zealand, uh, meeting people from different country with the same mindset and uh, and loving the sport and thinking uh, about the sport uh, exactly the way you want uh, you are thinking. It's uh, uh, surprises you, but uh, also it allows you and. Uh, encourages you to go to different parts of uh, other countries in the world and meet similar people and expand this conversation to other countries and meet new people and to know you get to know what their uh, thinking is about the sport and uh, at the end of the day yes uh, the people are increasing uh, about loving on loving this sport and uh, it's so good to meet everyone uh, even through you I have met so many of them and uh, it's so grateful to be here yeah I've had some terrible hangovers now man it's not always to be advised you go out to places like the Caribbean and you indulge in their hospitality it can be quite dangerous and you wake up it's worth it, it the headaches are worth it Long, you know, hopefully that comes back into my life very very soon I was looking through some old pictures yesterday of uh, trips I've had to South Africa and the UAE and Barbados and places to watch cricket and some great memories there hopefully many more to come for not just me but all of you listening as well because hopefully the world will get back to some kind of normality very very soon indeed and we can start to really tackle the world again and enjoy our cricket and travel and see it in different places and and then that soak it all in and good luck with that out there everybody Sam and Naman it's been a pleasure as always to talk to you a slightly different podcast today but hopefully you've enjoyed a little bit of a kind of trip into why we love cricket and uh, and why we uh, do what we do we'll be back again tomorrow obviously the final T20 international tomorrow to a piece at the moment so the, the decider and as Ben Stokes has said it gives each team a bit of a flavour of what the World um, Cup final might be in the autumn it's a bit of a dress rehearsal potentially for that final it might be England meeting India when we come to that World Cup T20 final in October and November looking forward to that game though on Saturday we'll be back after that with our little bit of a review of the T20 international series that we seen between India and England and then obviously on this podcast back every single day we'll be enjoying the ODIs to follow as well. I've been James the Cricket Budget and I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening. We will be back every day during England's tour of India. 
get in touch on at cricket underscore badger on twitter we hope you are enjoying the cricket see you again tomorrow sports social podcast network Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.